Yes, Lord our God. We just want to linger a little longer in your presence. And as we stand here, Lord, may the Spirit of the Lord come and heal us. Come and heal from our pain, our hurt. Come and heal us from our inability to forgive others and carrying the weight of bitterness in our hearts. Yes, we may never know how much you love us, but we know this, that you loved us. We stand in your love this morning. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. What you have prepared, the word of God for everyone today. Let it be a great feast of food for the soul. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Please be seated. All right. Are you ready this morning to be fed by God? Right. How was Super Bowl, by the way? Yeah, great. Super Bowl was great. If it is great, clap your hands. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, If it's not great... Please get over it. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but, you know, um, they say the, what? Hips don't lie? <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, I don't know. Okay. But my, my quarterback won. J-Z. J-C won. Right? That was my quarterback, not Jimmy G. You see that? He won. Why, why I say this, he won, is because, uh, you know, um, uh, Patrick Mahone, Mahomes? Yes. Man, he gave glory to Jesus for this Super Bowl. You're right? I think my quarterback won. Right? And the owner of Kansas City Chiefs, he gave glory to God for winning that thing. My quarterback won, right? And look at this. I don't know how many of you know Demi uh, 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 Lovato. But if you have children, you will know because you're forced to watch Disney, right? You grew up watching them. It's amazing that uh, uh, two years ago, she almost died of overdose, drug overdose. Okay? And... Um, and in February uh, 2010, she tweeted that one day I'm going to sing the national anthem in the Super Bowl. Right? And she sang in the Super Bowl last Sunday. And I, I thought that was one of the best national anthems. What do you think? Give, give a shout out to Demi Lovato, right? You know what she said? That she's putting her back life together with Jesus. Yes? She's getting her life together, overcoming addictions, overcoming drug addictions, and the things that are happening in her life through Jesus Christ. I think my quarterback won that Super Bowl. Right? JC, I think he won. And why I'm saying this is because it says here, um, uh, uh, Christ said, I, 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 will, I, will, I will build my church on this rock. Right? I will build my church on this rock. 
And I want to talk about uh, the church today. Okay? So, what is church? And when Christ said, I will build my church on this rock, what does, what does it mean? And uh, before, this is not a theology class, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a background and go into the application part. Right? So, the word church is ecclesia in Greek. Ek means out. Ecclesia comes from the Greek word kaleo, which means to call. So, call out. Okay? Now, it is not the Christian that invented this word ecclesia. Okay? Ecclesia, which is in Hebrew, uh, kehila. Uh, it was there a long time ago. And this was a system that was used by the Greek. What? Yes, say hi to them. Let them come to church. All right? Uh, and give a shout out, right? So, what happens is, uh, in the Greek government system, this is a government system. So, in, in the Greek, they call out people from the population, and they represent the city to do what? They appoint all the legal people. They appoint the military uh, people. They're the strategists, strategoi, of the, the, the nation that they live. These are the people that are called out. Okay? This is a system. The thing is, uh, the Romans, they perfected it. I mean, the Romans perfected everything. Okay? In those days, that's why all roads lead to Rome. Yes. So what they did was, so if you have a population of about 60,000, 30 to 60,000, they call out 6,000 people out of that 60,000, and this 6,000 people represents the whole region or the province to do what? To appoint these important people to rule and to govern where they were. And they did it. I mean, they governed the world. It's because of these people that were called out. This is the Iglesia. That's the government system, right? Now, my quarterback, Jay-Z, our Lord Jesus Christ, I mean, he's amazing. He is amazing. He came and took a government system that was working. And he said, I will build my ecclesia, ecclesia on this rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, what he did was, see, in the Greek and the Romans, they call out the powerful, wise, intelligent, most able people right? to rule. To, the word is to rule and to reign over the masses. But what our Jesus did is he called me the lowest of the low. You know? He called me the fool among the wise. He called me the weakest person and said, I'm going to build my church on, from among you, people like you. Eh? And he turned the world upside down. It wasn't reigned by the powerful. It was reigned by people like me, the fools of fools, the weak of the weakest. See how the Lord changes? Did, has this changed the world? Yes, it has. This is one system 
that is still working 2,000 years later. So that's the background of Iglesia. Anybody missed that? Or oh, we're good with that, right? We're good with that. So every week when I do this series, I'll add a little bit of theology behind the sermon, but I don't want to do a theology class. But I want to go to the practical part. Now we know that we are a church then. What should we do as a church? That's where I want to go. So the first thing to do is that we should wait as a church. The first thing that you need to do, that you need to be doing, is that you wait on the Lord. You wait on the Lord so that He will lead you and guide you how to live your life daily. So the sermon series is Ecclesia 365, right? It means you need to represent Christ 365 days of the year. This year, 366, okay? Because it's a leap year, all right? That's the church. The church is not coming to a worship service on a Sunday itself, but it's about having relationship with other people. You know, if this has become an event for you, that Sunday worship is an event, then we have missed the mark of what a church is. A church is to share life. So what did I do this week? Uh, I went to do church with Duane. Right? Yes. Uh, three cancers survivor. Right? I, was, I went to the hospital thinking, Wayne is going to be in the bed. I mean, they cut off the lower lobe of the lungs. It's a big, major surgery. I walk in gingerly to think, okay, what am I going to say? How am I going to encourage him? I opened the door, knocked there. Oh, actually, I met his wife in the elevator, so we went in. We opened the door, and he's sitting on the chair and smiling at me when I walk in, right? I mean... And you know, the first word that he said, the first words that he said, Pastor, I got to tell everybody in the church and the people that prayer really works. Yeah. I was just blown away. I was doing church with him, right? So what did you do this week? Did you just wait to come here to do church? Or you are being a church every day? So since we talk about waiting, let me talk about waiting. So this is the guy, a new believer that we baptized not too long ago, right? And look at the other guy. I mean, wow. So handsome. Hips don't lie. I want to go to his church. <laughs> right? Who, uh, that pastor, amazing, amazing. Oh, easy. Take it easy. So he was called to the court by the judge, immigration court in San Francisco. So he came to me on Wednesday. He came last Sunday also. I prayed with him. He's so anxious. He started texting me at 7 a.m. Uh, on uh, on. Uh, on, on, on Thursday. And I'm texting back, said, don't worry, you know. So I went there uh, in San Francisco 
I went in there, uh, 11 a.m. appointment. They were waiting. We went in, we went to their attorney in the room, consultation room, and the attorney is sitting there and said, uh, the judge has overbooked the appointment. I don't think the judge is going to see him today. So I'm talking, I'm talking to him also, and he's kind of worried. And uh, I look at the attorney and said, uh, no, he's going to see him today. We're going to wait. He said, yeah, I want to see him do it. I said, no, we're going to wait. Right? I wasn't changing my mind. And he was looking at me anxiously, and, and under the table, I'm waving my hand. You know, it's okay, you know, so the, the attorney wouldn't see. So the attorney went in again to meet the judge. It's late already, you know, 11, it's already passed. It's like 11.30. When he went in, I said to this guy, Let us, we're going to pray. We're going to pray that the judge will see you. Okay? And I want you to know that God will act on behalf of you. So we're praying there. Uh, and we prayed. And when he came in, he said, he sat down and said, uh, I know this judge. He, she will not see him. When these things happen, they cancel it. But I'm worried because his appointment will be now postponed to 2022. I'm like, what? So I said to, you know, I said, 2022 is worried. I said, we are going to wait. You know, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on God. That's what I said, actually. Wait on the Lord. So he went out again and he came in and said, okay, I have sacrificed my lunch to the judge and I'm not going to do the lunch if... She is willing to see us. So we waited. It was supposed to close at 12. Now it's like 11.53, 11.54. We're still not seeing the judge. At 11.55, he said, you can come in. So for five minutes, we saw the judge. And said, oh, you're the pastor? Yeah, I saw your picture and everything. And she's going through the stamping and Oh, this is a straight case. It wouldn't take so long, but I overbooked myself. Uh, please, I apologize. And uh, I'm going to see his case uh, on August 14th of this year. You know? Right? Yes. You wait on the Lord as a church. Eh? You wait on God. And... Being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. This is the word of God. This is right before the, reor the, right before the church is going to be organized. So we wait on God. And I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Wait on the Holy Spirit. He will lead you to the right thing, help you in daily life, and comfort you in your pain. So if you are asking, why should I wait? It is because God says, you wait. Not because your pastor said, right? So you wait because Jesus says, wait. Why should you wait? Now, when you wait, what happens? You let God act on your behalf. That's what happens. But we can't wait. 
We want to get things done now. So many times we go ahead and do our own things. And we, then what, we shut out God from acting for you. He is not acting on your behalf because we couldn't wait. But if you just wait a little longer, if you just wait a little longer, you hear me, my friends? God is never late. God is never late. He's always on time. Not a second late. In, we see that all the time. He wasn't late. We had five minutes in that courtroom. God will show up for you, my friends. So you wait. Wait. So the word wait, I want to give a meaning of this word, wait, okay? Do you know the meaning of the word wait? Not in English, right? So waiting like, you know, can't wait. You're on your phone and iPad, we take away, you don't know what to do, right? 30 seconds, like 30 years. That's right, really, you know? What am I going to do, you know? Wait. Um, so wait in, in Greek, one of the meaning of wait in Greek is to be twisted like the rope. See? When you do the tug of war, those big ropes, they are twisted. So when you twist it together, what happens to the rope? It's stronger, right? Am I making that up or like, is it going over here or we are together, right? So when you twist the rope together it's stronger. So this weight is supposed to make you stronger, not weaker, not anxious, not stressed, not worried. No, this weight is a good weight that is twisting you like a rope to make you stronger because God is never late. Are we good with that? So have a new meaning of waiting from today. Right? Not like, I don't know to do, you know, just wait on the Lord. Okay. So, next one. So, what do you wait for then? You know, he wait here. But you shall receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Look at that handsome man again on the other side. So last Sunday, Priscilla and Dylan, and Priscilla is here. Uh, last Sunday, Priscilla and Dylan, no, a Sunday before, I met Priscilla in that corner and said, Hey, Priscilla, I want to pray with Dylan and you. And she said, Pastor, I want to pray with you. I pray all the time. But I don't know, Dylan may not want to see you, you know. I am so handsome, come on, you know. Uh, it's because I'm the pastor. So it's like, when we'll go and see the pastor, it's like you're going to a dog house or whatever, you know? Because pastors are terrible people, except me. Uh, <laughs> all right. uh, so I'm, yeah, I understand, you know? But why don't you just say, I want to bless you and, and, and pray for both of you? So they actually came Sunday, uh, Sunday later. And we sat there. And we prayed, and I started sharing to Dylan uh, about church and Christ. Um, and he actually said, you know, I don't like church. I don't like religion. You know, I am 
So, no, no, no. I don't want to share religion. I don't want to share church. But I want to share you this. That uh, Christ came so you can have life and have life abundantly. You know? And I feel like you're that guy that's full of the Spirit. And maybe God will inject a new life in you if you walk with the Lord. He has a plan for your life. And this plan is not from here. It's out of this world. And you can sign up for that plan. You know? And we talk about Christ, not church, not Christianity. We talk about the salvation in Christ. And as we were talking, uh, I felt like he was 80% there, you know. And if I stay longer, maybe, you know, we can walk over the bridge together. Uh, but I said, why don't you think about it this week? So they went home this week. And um, he can't be here on Sunday. So he will think about it. And if he is going to get baptized. Because at the end of the conversation, he said, Hey, pastor, what about baptism? That blew my mind. I'm like, I haven't even talked about baptism. Right? So I feel like he was getting there. So if he was going to get baptized, we'll do during the week. And I'll come in in the week and get baptized. So I'm, I, I, my wife and we had our life group at home. We had a great discussion. There's more story to come on that one. I, I, can't have, I can't tell all these stories in one sermon what the Lord is doing. That's why I'm saying the Holy Spirit is on a roll. Let's give Him a big hand, right? The Holy Spirit is on a roll, yes. Now, so, so, after the Bible study, I went to the couch. And I'm going to text Dylan from John 10 and 10. The thief comes to... Uh, steal, rob, and kill, you know, destroy. But I've come to give life and life abundant. I'm going to text that. And Romans chapter 10, verse 10, you know, by believing, you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, it's unto salvation. I'm going to text, and I was just sitting down and going to text. He texted me before I texted. And he said, Pastor, can I have baptism on Saturday? Whoa. Right? I'm like, whoa. And say, I'm sorry to bother you. Have a great night. And I say, I can't have a better night, my friend, dude. You know? And then he sent an emoji to me with the halo. And say, hey, son, what's this? Emoji? Oh, it's a happy angel. You know? Oh, it's amazing how God is working. When you wait, he works for you. See? This is the practical part that I'm talking about. So we, Priscilla... And Dylan is going to get married on Valentine's Day. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! But rejoice and be glad that your name is written in the book of life. There is nothing more joyful than that. Right? Let's see the video of their baptism. So, uh, Dylan, this is a great day. I'm so excited. Uh, before we do the baptism... Uh, I wanted to share uh, that it's just amazing, amazing thing that Christ has done for us, right? One, he said that when we are baptized, when you get baptized, you are baptized into his death. And then when you raise from the, bap- from the water, you are also raised in his resurrection. So when you identify in his death, you identify in his resurrection. So the power that raise Jesus from the dead, that's also available to you, right? So today, um, I was sharing to you uh, during the week that uh, God has a plan for you, and Christ's plan is that 
you have life and life abundantly. And I ask you to think about this and whether you want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And then you texted me on Wednesday to say, yeah, I want to do that. Right? So I want to make sure that you believe that Jesus wants to let you live an abundant life. Right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So you believe Jesus died for you, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. Yes, I do. Yeah. So, and then we said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus raised from the dead, you are saved. See? So you are saved. It means your name is written in the book of life. Right? So exciting. So um, uh, I'm going to baptize you, Helen, uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, Priscilla. Okay. So this is Priscilla. Priscilla is from Brazil. She brought lots of joy and lots of laughter in our church, and I'm so excited. And uh, Priscilla, you believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You believe that Jesus died for your sins. Yes. You believe that he was buried and he rose again on the third day. Yes. You know, God has a great plan for you and Dylan. A wonderful life. A life in him. Not the world, not the life that the world gives, but the life that uh, he will give. And this is a great start for your marriage because you guys are going to get married on married on Valentine's Day. Yes. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to... Uh, Priscilla, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Yes! Awesome, 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 awesome. Right? Isn't that amazing? Right? I'm in. You can't top the work of the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he just surprises you. Oh, this is... I was just... I can't express the joy. Uh, and this is what God did. When you wait on him. Don't force it. If I were trying to force... Dylan, you believe in the four spiritual law? <laughs> you know, it may not happen. He said, no, I don't do church. I don't do religion. Share Jesus. Share Jesus, that Jesus loves you like anything. You know, he doesn't care where you've been, what you have done. He just loves you. Good to see you, Ariana. Right? Welcome, Ariana, after a long time there. Yes. You know, so how should we wait then? How should we wait on the Lord? Then with one accord and prayer and supplication. We know the reason why. And what do you do? And how should you wait? You wait in prayer and supplication. And Santa Clara First Baptist Church, you prayed for 31 people in 31 days. For example, if there were 10 that sign up, it means you prayed for 300, and 300 people. Right? If 100 had prayed, because we are more than 100, it's like you have prayed for 3,000 people in a month. Right? Isn't that amazing? Now, I believe in fasting and prayer. This, this baptism that you saw, that baptism was answered to your prayer. This is the power of prayer. 
This is why the spirit of moving. That on the first Sunday of February, when we say we're going to do our ministry, we had baptism. And now we're going to, and we had baptism this weekend. And next Sunday, on All Nation Sunday, we're going to have a baptism. Yes. Enio. Enio is going to get baptized. And on Easter Sunday in April, we have possible Brittany, Callie, Sarah, Noel, and Amethyst. Five of them possibly did to get baptized in, is on Easter Sunday. My friends, right? March. We pray that we will baptize someone in March. We want to baptize every month. So who is ready for March? Yes, please talk to me. Nathan, you ready for March? Yeah? Oh, wow. And Louis? Yeah? Mike, give them a big hand. They're ready for March. Yes? Woo! Yes, I'm going to, I, I, I'll, I'll catch up with both of you uh, later on. That's exciting. Wait on the Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. You wait by prayer and supplication in unity. When you wait in unity, God is compelled to bless the church. He cannot help but bless you when you are united. The Word of God says, when brethren dwells together in unity, there a blessing is commanded. Right? He commands a blessing when we dwell in unity. Okay. So, what happens when you wait? That's what happens, my friends. It gives you word of wisdom. Uh, how to say, how to respond to people. The right thing to say to people. Because when we don't wait on the Lord, we don't know what to say. Because if I was not waiting on the Lord, I wouldn't know what to say with Dylan. It's like, oh, he hates the pastor, he hates the church and religion. This is it, I can't do anything. No, there is hope. Jesus is the remedy. See? And the Holy Spirit allow you to do those things. If I had not waited on the Lord when the attorney said, Oh, the case will be postponed in 2022. I'm like, Oh, so sad, brother. Your case will be postponed in 2022. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I said, No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on the Lord. And not change. And then see how the, uh, uh, how the Spirit works for us. You, you get the point? Church is about living daily. It's not just coming to a worship service on a Sunday. It's, that is part of it. But church is about living everyday life and waiting on the Lord. So when you wait on the Lord, He will act for you. When you wait on God, God will act for you. I hope you wait and don't force uh, people, don't force things to happen, right? So... What did I say? Let's sum it up. Worship team as they come up to praise and worship. Um, what did you hear today from the sermon uh, on what the church should do? What is one word that you heard? Wait. wait. Okay. Wait on who? Yes. And how should you wait? Yes. Prayer and supplication, not like anxious. So one of the meaning for Wait is reconstruct. Right? So the other one is tying the rope. The other meaning is reconstruct. When you wait, you reconstruct. What? Your tired body. Your tired mind. Your tired soul. It repairs your mind. Not when you're running around waiting, but when you pray. 
the Spirit of the Lord reconstruct you, right? The other thing, the other meaning, the third meaning is wait means to call together. He has called us together to wait on Him today. <coughs> Excuse me. That's powerful. I sneezed out the power right there. Okay, uh, I got it. Okay. 120 people waited for the Holy Spirit. It wasn't just uh, 12. Did you know that? There were 120 people. That include the mother of Jesus, James, and brothers, and other 120 people. That's a church. That's a good church size to start. 120 people. They waited on the Lord in prayer, in unity. Please wait on the Lord this week and see what He can do. We're going to stand and worship. Can we all stand together? Um, If your job situation is not working, I would like you to wait in prayer and supplication. And let us wait together. Join a life group. Text to Pastor, Pastor Margaret, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Son, and say, I, I need prayer. Okay? If your relationship is not working, and you feel like there's a lot of pain in your relationship, wait on the Lord in prayer. Ask Him to heal in your relationship. Whether it's your marriage or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you know, have heard you. Ask the Lord to heal you. Wait on the Lord. Parents, wait on the Lord to raise your kids. He will give us answers. So for whatever reason, whatever feeling you may be going through, this morning, I want, I want you to wait on the Lord. Let Him minister to you. Right? And as we sing this song, if faith can move the mountain, let the mountain be moved. Okay? And if the Spirit of God speak to you or spoke to you this morning, we have that connect card there. You can write there to say, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to start a new life with Him. Or, I want to come back. I want to rededicate. I want to get baptized. Whatever it is, just write it down there. Okay? And as you, as you go out, you can give it the welcome center or leave it on the pew, on the, on the chair. Sorry. And we'll come and collect it. Okay. Make a decision. And those of you that wants to be prayed for, please come over here.